0: Yeah, we see them eating rabbit poo, sheep poo, you know, cow poo, horse muck. Yeah, that's a big one. The Pet Health and Happiness Podcast from Bella and Duke.
1: Keeping you at the cutting edge of pet nutrition, behaviour and health with expert interviews, mythbusters and more to ensure your pet lives a long, happy, healthy life. In this episode, we are going to talk about coprophagia. Now, what is that? It's dogs who are eating their own poo. And believe it or not, it's super, super, super common. But the questions I'm going to ask Brendan in this podcast is, is it normal? Is it something you should be worried about? Why are they doing it? And what are the strategies that you can employ to stop it? So, Dr. Brendan, dogs eating their own poo.
0: Well, yeah. So we've just got to split that out very slightly because actually there is um, coprophagia is eating of feces. Okay, so that's eating of their poo. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean just their own poo no of course and so um we do find there's quite a lot of dogs out there that are going out there and eating other poo and that could also that generally is dog poo cat poo fox poo the really smelly lovely ones um but also yeah we see them eating rabbit poo sheep poo you know cow poo horse muck know, yeah, that's a big one so that's all of these would be encompassed in corpophagia Yes, of course. So
1: Basically, just to clarify, coprophagia is not eating their own poo. It's just eating poo in general, which obviously, as humans, we turn around and go, ah! But for some dogs with those superpower senses, uh, we know a little sneak preview that, say, for instance, in either lambing season or when cows are being born. Uh, I know Kismet likes to hair across the, the field when she smells all of those B vitamins and colostrum in there. But it's like, holy moly, deli day is open.
0: <laughs> and so there is that element, you know, we call it zoo pharmacognosy, that ability of dogs, at, well, quite a lot of animals actually, very rarely humans, to actually recognize nutrients that they are seeking Find them out, whether that be plants, whether that be aromas, whether that be certain elements of animals that they want to eat, but actually also within that that fecal matter, you know, the the lovely enriched B vitamins, as you say, you know, all of the the bacteria, the probiotics that are in there, the prebiotics. You know, for some of these, they've they're full and packed with prebiotics, uh, which are going to help their own gut flora to flourish.
1: That's really interesting. So we've already leapt into why is my dog doing it. So this zoo pharmacognosy their ability to smell what's good for them, shall we say. Obviously they can smell a lot of prebiotics, they smell a lot of the beneficial bacteria that might be in these in this stool matter, this fecal matter. And obviously it's a wash with B vitamins, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So so many things within there that effectively have been produced and manufactured by the herbivores or, you know, those other animals out there that have, have produced that, and they're just enriching their own gut flora. Because obviously that's a good way of them, and you know, improving how they digest things. Yep, now that yep. is an element here that we're going to talk about how we can stop them doing it for their own feces, if that's, you know, what's happening and, and why they might be doing that. Um, but we also need to talk about if they're going out and finding other dog species, because we've talked about a cat feces particularly. Um, and I think I want to address that one now just to put it to bed is, you know, we need to understand some of those other animals are not going to be raw fed. They're not going to be on that ideal diet. 100%. So that's really important to understand. There is a, a difference. And we're going to talk about, you know, why, how we can stop them eating their own feces but when we're talking about many of these occasions it's that dogs are going out and eating other animals feces so cat feces or or dog feces we need to understand that many of them are not being fed raw so in those circumstances we also have to be suspicious that they're not being just led by zoo but then they may be led by the nutrients or rather not the nutrients, but the additives that are being put into commercial processed foods, which are there to drive flavour. And there are some artificial additives, which don't appear to get digested um, and end up coming through in the faeces. So the faeces still has the same attractive sense as the kibbles and processed foods that they were being put in front of in the first place.
1: This is something I've heard quite a few times and makes total sense. So I'm really, really pleased you, you've gone straight to the point on this. Because it, for me, it demonstrates a couple of things. Is One is, processed foods are designed to be highly addictive. And secondly, despite them being highly addictive or in addition to them being highly addictive, we know that they're really poorly digested. And if your dog actually is a raw fed dog, which is getting pretty much all the nutrients they need, if not a surfeit of all the nutrients they need, are prepared to go and eat another dog's feces, which have been poorly digestive and are full of these junk additives. Well, uh, that for me is just an absolute hallelujah moment of please, please, please stop feeding your dog's junk food. It didn't do Elvis any good. It's not doing your pets any good. Please, please stop it. You, you're stealing defeat from the jaws of victory
0: here. Yeah. So that that's an important area just to put to bed as, you know, one of the reasons that they may be going out and clearing. And just try and keep them away from it, you know. Everybody should be picking up their, you know, after their dogs. They should be disposing of it, not in a tree, but in um, a lovely oh. bin that's provided, okay? So yeah got that one out of the way Um, but please do pick up after your dog you know don't leave it down for other dogs to be interested in especially if you're feeding a processed food and and this is it i mean what are you doing to the landscape
1: if you're leaving processed dog waste which is poorly digestive and full of additives
0: and medications that's the other thing that's a big one there for the influence of you know the anti-parasitic drugs and things like that that we're giving to dogs these days Um, you know look at faecal egg counts i know bella and duke do faecal egg count promotions they've they've got that within their their remit ask them ask your customer service advisor about that Um, but ultimately if you are giving a chemical worm or flea treatment be aware of the impact that any waste your dog leaves or areas that they swim in that they can be affected, the wildlife in those areas, the microbiota in those areas can be affected by those medications. Of course, that
1: makes perfect sense. That that makes absolutely perfect sense. And you know, as ever, what we're trying to do here in these podcasts is empower people to make their own decisions and give new perspectives, uh, and also just challenge the standard thinking which is out there. Because quite often things get repeated, and people start to be- believe the true. Um, it's not just a natural product if you're feeding uh, highly processed food. It's highly indigestible, and it contains a whole lot of things uh, alongside the medications which can damage your environment. So please pick up, uh, and please encourage other people to pick up in a really nice, friendly way. Right, Brilliant. Cool. I think, Brendan, this leads us on to the next thing, which is, is it necessarily a sign of a nutritional imbalance.
0: So, so we've we've isolated that. You know, there's some addictive elements to some of the things, and it becomes a habit for some. Um, and I would certainly say you've got to be aware of that element. There is um, an inadequacy of nutrient in nutrient balance. Look, every animal is an individual. And if they suffer any disease you know any inflammatory process they can be driven to fortify things you know which may be lacking in a diet and you cannot make one diet that fits all and this is why the beauty of what we advise is with the raw is variance because it allows more access to a broader range and you know concentrations of nutrients Whereas if you're feeding one element constantly, the same thing all of the time, then of course, your animal is more likely to be driven to find those variances by other things in the environment that they can have access to. And feces is one of them. Yeah. I
1: I think there's a subtle point here though, isn't there? It might be a result of nutritional imbalances that they are driven to eat other dogs or other animals poo. But as we've as you've so eloquently explained as well, uh, it can simply be addictive behavior because of the additives that are in there. So I know in our Facebook group, and if you're not always already a member, please do come and join. We are hands down the friendliest pet wellness company uh, And group or community uh, on Facebook. and You don't need to be raw feeding to be a member. You just need to love your your animals and want to learn more about how to better look after them. Um, I think there's some really good points here. It doesn't necessarily mean it's a nutritional imbalance. It could just be addictive behavior, or it might be that they're looking to simply fortify and optimize their microbiome with extra B vitamins and probiotics and some exciting stuff, which might only come around seasonally, such as the colostrum in fresh cow poo so it's not necessarily a sign of a nutritional imbalance uh it could be a nutritional imbalance but it could also be nutritional fortification getting access to nutrients which are in the environment and it could also simply be driven by uh addictive behaviors you know uh, i'm sure there are plenty of teenagers out there who might eat a big mac and they're not necessarily hungry but just because it tastes so good moving on slightly what can you do to encourage your dog to stop this? Because obviously, you know, lockdown's easing. Uh, you may be all sitting in the garden. The last thing you want to see is, is that kind of thing. Also, it's not particularly uh, healthy if you've got young children around and your dog might be licking them. Or What can we do to gently intervene and stop your doggo doing that?
0: Okay, so if you've got more than one dog in a household or, you know, just. Make sure that the gardens are kept clean and clear. And if you've got young kids, you should be doing that anyway. Um, Just stop access to them, Uh, you know, and it may be that you have your dogs on a long lead. You know, right now we're coming into uh, the back end of springtime, early summer, you know, there's livestock out there. So most of you should be really considering having your dogs at least on a long lead so that they can't worry the stock. Um, And that means that you can restrict them from accessing that fecal matter um, and, and that's one element <coughs> picking up you know not even just your own dog's poo but just bagging up any dog poo that you see is always uh, uh, something to consider uh, and making sure that it's disposed of and then your dog's not going to have access to it so there's that element of your dog eating other feces which is quite hard sometimes to sort out some people try and do an aversion technique. Um, You know, spraying it or or powdering it with horrible tasting things in their eyes, you know, chili peppers and all of the rest of it. Um, I find that very limited and it's not really worth trying to do. Clean it away. Get rid of it. Don't think that you're going to make your dog averse to it because that one that smells of chili peppers is not going to smell the same as that one that um, doesn't have the chili on it. So they'll just go back to other stuff. That's so, basically
1: making a simple job really complicated.
0: Exactly. So don't even go there, clean up after them. There are some other techniques for where dogs are eating their own feces. And I have seen this in maldigestion disease processes where you know things aren't getting digested properly um, and they are ending up passing uh, feces which still has a lot of core elements within it. Uh, that they will just see as food and re-eat it and those cases there's a couple of things that you need to consider one i'm um, getting the digestive process working properly okay so looking at you know speaking to your vet maybe but looking at how the gut lining is is it thickened is it causing them not to absorb stuff or the digestive enzymes and adding raw pancreas to their food can really help in those digestive processes to process the food more. So there's those elements. You can get pancreatic enzyme made up for you. Um, So there are certain supplements which will have that within um, the product, um, and you can add those in and improve digestion. The other things are more plant-based. Can I just jump in on that, Brendan? Because I've
1: read some really really cool information, which I think could actually... um, we, we've talked a lot about probiotics and the microbiome, and let's be honest, it's not even our secret pet topic. It's just our pet topic. Yeah. <laughs> Admit it. Um, it's that some of the strains in some of the more advanced clinically proven probiotics not only can help provide your dog with the full spectrum of required B vitamins, but they also actually help raise and improve the dog's digestive process by stimulating stomach acids because those bacteria want to be fed if we often look at it from i i love to do this it's just look at it at the perspective from bacteria why on earth would they want to be carried around in a dog or a human yeah. and it's because it's going to benefit them as well as us as the host so for all of these beneficial bacteria to us they wander around with us carrying them about giving them access to nutrients. And what do they do to help us with that? They improve digestive processes, they give us the full spectrum of B vitamins, amongst other things, and a lot of short chain fatty acids. That was just a little interlude about probiotics, and Mm -hmm. how I believe they can help stop this problem.
0: And you're absolutely right, there is that element of stomach acid. I mean, we concern ourselves with fermented foods, and we talk about Apple cider vinegar, another favorite of ours, um, and whether the impact of the histamine release that that might cause, you know, is that going to affect itchy skins and everything else adversely in certain circumstances? Well, yes, it can if you give those histamines an opportunity to circulate systemically. However, histamine is also really important in stimulating the acid-releasing cells within the stomach. So actually, they have some you know, improvements within digestion just through that action, acting locally. But also, you've got to understand that some of these foods, the plant-based fermented foods, also contain um, a couple of enzymes which stop the histamine You know, it breaks the histamine down very quickly and it stops it being transported into the system. So if it's fed in completeness with the full plant impact of the fermented foods, then often systemic effects shouldn't be as severe unless there's certain depletions within the body.
1: Yeah. Okay. And I guess this ties in with leaky gut as well. I mean, we're going way beyond our remit as ever here, Brendan. But um, if your dog doesn't have leaky gut because you've been feeding it all the right foods and keeping all of those chemical stresses out of the way, histamine leaking out of the gut is going to be radically limited and it's going to be kept within the digestive tract. Yeah. But that's another
0: podcast. <laughs> Improving digestion is what it's all about because that's equal quality should mean that that's waste coming out and they're not depositing nutrient value back out there that they're thinking that just smells like my food. I need to go back to it. OK, so that the last part really is that there are some things that we can add to the foods that seem to repel dogs from going back to their feces. Brilliant. Through the digestive process, it seemed to then deposit things which are malodorous to them. So um, some easy ones that we've used uh, to good effect in the past is courgette, okay? Um, Just, you can just grate it up and stick it into the food. Um, Just raw, you don't need to do anything spectacular with it. And the other is pineapple, okay? So those are two things that you might wanna try okay if you're really struggling and you know that your dog's not got a digestive complaint but they're still going back rather than trying to sprinkle anything and it's their own feces that they're going back to then consider those one of those two options to put on and they're not toxic um, perfectly organic and you can uh, you know apply those to the food
1: brilliant
0: so just to recap coprophagia
1: eating uh, other animals including themselves Stool fecal matter, not necessarily a sign of a nutritional imbalance, although it might be that. It can be because there's some really attractive B vitamins in there, or it could be that it's a non raw fed animal, whereby uh, some of these foods which are coming are badly digested. So, therefore, your dog might be perceiving them as fresh food rather than actually digestive food, or they could be attracted by some of the additives which are highly, highly addictive. Uh, It's easy to stop. Please pick up after your dog. And if your dog is actually eating its own fecal matter and you want to stop it, Brendan's further stroke of genius is to either add in some raw grated courgette or some pineapple. I would love to hear people's feedback on this. I really would. So please, please leave some comments in the uh, space below. Do come and join our Facebook group, do contribute, and please also contact us with any questions you have. We really want to serve our pet-loving community. So if you've got some burning questions that you want to address, please, please send them over to me and I will interview our amazing Brendan of the (laughs) direction. That's great. Thanks, Rowan. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you in the next episode.